Across America, early voting and absentee balloting is underway. Here in Colorado, we have our election blue books and ballots with in-person voting locations about to be set up. The drive to Election Day, November 8th, is in motion. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Already in the state of Georgia, someone placed a fake ballot in an election drop box, which the system promptly caught and never processed. Whether you agree or not, America's elections have been proven to be secure, safe, accurate, honest, and operated with integrity. All 50 states just finished a seven-month-long season of primaries with no audits, no recounts, no court challenges, with all candidates, losers, and winners accepting the results. So we're now good to go for the general election, and that's just truth and fact. Leading the voting operations, the counting and certifying in Colorado are 64 county clerks, like Mr. Paul Lopez, the clerk and recorder for the city and county of Denver. My community engagement team is going to be hosting events on Monday, October 24th and Monday, November 7th that will offer a welcoming and accessible space for voters to access our vote center and resources provided by community partners. You know, we will post information on our social media accounts and on our website as those dates approach. Denver voters can get ballots back to you in all kinds of ways. Drop boxes, mail, drive-by, vote centers. So how many ways can they get ballots back to you? And I know you're going to be opening (laughs) vote centers as well. Again, it is uh, remarkable that we have multiple ways that you can vote. It is so easy and so accessible for voters. One, it is a mail-in ballot that we mail to you. Um, That means you can put two stamps on it and return it to us through U.S. mail. You can do that immediately if you want to. You also know that there are uh, 43 24-hour ballot boxes, including a new co-branded box with Adams and Arapahoe counties. Those boxes are going to be open on the 17th. uh, And along with the vote center in my office located in the Wellington E-Web building, Um, And those boxes are all over the city. We've dramatically increased the number of boxes in the city and county of Denver. That way, you know, no no matter your zip code or what side of the train tracks you live on or what side (laughs) of I-70 you live on, um, you will have access to a ballot box. And we are working hard and we will continue to work hard to make sure that we are closing any gaps uh, because we want to make sure that people, no matter what part of the city you live in, have access to a ballot box, a I th- drop box. I think that's absolutely outstanding, having co-branded boxes, you know. We have two of them, one of them in Glendale and, uh, you know, at the Glendale uh, City Hall. And then the other is um, over at uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. Library along East Colfax in Aurora. That is Adams, Arapahoe, and Denver. Yeah. Um, so we encourage people to use those. Um, as well, too, even though they are not technically located in Denver County. Yeah, uh, Glendale is good because it's really an enclave of Arapahoe County surrounded by Denver. So uh, There are times in Glendale, well, I don't know if I'm in Arapahoe, Denver, <laughs> Arapahoe or Denver. Oh, yeah. um, all I know is, am I at Target? Am I at uh, Chick-fil-A? Or where am I? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... Um, so that that's important. So the other thing to know is that the third way people can vote is through our vote centers. If you want to mm-hmm. come in person, we will have uh, 37 vote centers open by the time we get to Election Day. They'll be opened in phases, uh, and also our mobile vote center will also be available, too. So the 
dates and locations for that uh, for the vote centers, for the 24-hour boxes, for our mobile voter coach can be found in your ballot envelopes and online uh, at our website. It's uh, denvervotes.org or even by calling 311 and just hitting option 8 and we will let you know where it's at. Now, you said a voter coach. We have a mobile voting van Something we have places a, that can lift wheelchairs up and all that. I mean, that is that's really good thinking. Hey, you know, it's a mobile voting unit. It's a, literally a, a, a redone voter coach that is a full out vote center and it is ADA accessible. It has a lift. Um, it's well lit. It's air conditioned in the summer and heated in the winter. And uh, you could also put some Earth, Wind, and Fire or some Santana <laughs> up on the speakers, and the sound is amazing. So you know you want to come and rock out and vote. So do you, you, know, you do you, do, that. do you uh, have certain uh, dates, certain places in town it's going to be, so people can access that mm-hmm. on your uh, website to find out what it's going Absolutely. to be near them. Absolutely, Absolutely. If folks want to, if folks want to try the voter coach out, all they got to do is hit us up. Um, the dates and locations for that vote, voter coach, along with those drop boxes and vote centers, will be on your ballot envelope. Yeah. Um, the instructions that go with it, and then also on our website, which is denvervotes.org. Okay. And I, I just, I really want to stress that you know whether you're voting by Dropbox, whether you're, you know, voting by mail and putting two stamps um, on that, on that, uh, on that envelope. You don't have to put two stamps, by the way, if you're going to put it in one of our drop boxes. Okay. <laughs> or if you're going to vote in person at a vote center, or if you're going to chase down our, our, our mobile voting unit and, uh, and check that sucker out, um, I please vote early. Yeah. We need folks to don't wait. Uh, don't wait for drama. Don't wait for fireworks. You know, it, you know, it, please read the instructions, uh, research, uh, do whatever you need to do. Uh, to formulate your positions and make sure your voice is heard, fill out that ballot, sign that ballot, take it to one of our drop boxes, our vote center, or put a, pop it in the mail with two stamps and um, vote early, please. Yeah. Vote early. The, the earlier that people vote, the the, the quicker we can get to uh, to tabulating the results. Yeah, especially when you said one of the keys, you can tell the importance of an, an election. If this is a two-stamp election, it is a big ballot. <laughs> yes, that okay. is true. If it is a two-stamp, if you need two stamps <laughs> on that envelope, that means it's, it's important. It's at least a three-card ballot. So, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's a three-card double-sided ballot, and uh, we project that we'll be processing over a million pieces of paper. So, if we get seventy percent of those ballots back on Monday, uh-huh. November seventh, and on election day. You can expect a week-long ballot count or more, and that's perfectly legal. But when races are close, uh, we get a lot of inquiries. There's a lot of excitement. Sure. Sure. Uh, people are sitting at the edge of their chairs, and mail ballots take longer to process by design and mm-hmm. are always going to prioritize accuracy over speed. So the, the, the quicker you know, pro tip is to vote early. Right. Okay? Vote early. Um, the other thing is sign up for ballot tracks. It is so you know if you haven't received that anyway, you get a text message, uh, your ballot when it's returning back and when it's ready to be counted. Because you have the vote centers and you have so many ways of getting ballots back to you, you probably will not be experiencing very many or any lines at any of the vote centers. But in case they are, and there's some people standing in line, so we've been hearing. 
those who are going to go out and make sure of election integrity. Anybody standing in that line doesn't have to ask any questions from answer any questions from anybody else unless they are an official election judge. And that's only inside of the 100 feet, I think. It's important to know in Denver, we don't have long lines. Right. We do not have long lines like other cities because of how easy it is for folks to vote. They can drop it in a box. They can pop it in the mail. Uh, they can come early to our central vote center here at the Welling E. Webb uh, Municipal Building here down here on Colfax. And uh, it's like, like, like Court Place, right? So you'll, you'll see it right here. So like Colfax and Bannock. Um, the other thing is that... If you are in a line, if you are a last-minute Lopez, as sometimes I am, right, or you're procrastinating and you become a professional procrastinator and you're doing the last minute and running up, you're going to create a little bit of a line. Um, Know that if you Mm -hmm. are in line by 7 p.m., you still can vote and know that um, your, your vote is your business. Right. Uh, no one can hassle you. No one should be questioning you. No one should be, um, you know, making fun of the Broncos jacket that you have on or the Rockies hat that we have on or, you know, yeah, try not yeah. to let them distract you from giving you high fives for the Avs cap because if you are in line, you can remain in line if you get there uh, before 7 p.m. But don't, why do that when you can just drop it off in a box? Yeah. Drop, it off, drop it off in a box, go home, go chill. Enjoy the evening, and you don't you don't have to stand in any kind of line. And if you do that early, it's done. It's done. You voted. You get a sticker, um, and we um, and and then we can count your vote. We're good there. The other thing that we are concerned about, I know you can't give me any details on it, but your uh, election judges and election personnel, their physical safety. I'm sure, the police department's going to be doing their drive-bys and their look-ins to make sure they're safe because these people, no matter what side of the aisle they are on, they make the system work. And I'm sure you're taking every measure possible to make sure that they're going to be okay, too, with some of the people we have making comments around town. The ugly truth is that we are living in different times. And, you know, there are folks who are sore losers, that um, rather than knowing that they should go back and work harder, are um, finding ways to try to blame the system. And part of that, they've created a lot of damage in really trying to undermine the American electoral system and trying to undermine what we do. And it is, I got to stress just how toxic that is because the people who are working to ensure that your ballot is being counted, to ensure there's transparency, security, and accessibility, um, are our judges, our election judges, our staff, and they are Republicans. They are Democrats. They are unaffiliated. We operate in a bipartisan manner from the, the public test that we conduct to the handling of ballots to counting to all of that. Every every step in our process is done in a bipartisan manner. Yeah. Um, these are our, you, you know, our staff, our judges, they're your mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, grandparents, aunts, uncles. And they deserve a safe work environment as they're carrying out their duties on our behalf. And it's no secret that that threat level against elections officials has increased over the past few years. And that, but I can say that, like any other election officials across the U.S., we are taking steps to harden the physical physical security of infrastructure uh, to protect our voters, our election judges, everybody. And we've employed a lot of different security measures to safeguard 
our elections and the folks who are uh, the cornerstone of democracy and carrying that those elections out. Yes, they are. Final question I have for you is about your, your wonderful communications director informed me about the Fair Elections Fund, which we voted on years ago. I forgot about that thing totally. And uh, I think we're going to need that for the next election coming up in just a couple of months after this one. Fair Elections Fund. Uh, this will be the first time, April twenty, April fourth, twenty twenty-three. The municipal election coming up will be the first election uh, since the Fair Elections Fund measure passed. And that measure basically uh, was passed in twenty eighteen. It it is a uh, a fund that matches individual individual donations to municipal municipal candidates of up to $50 at a ratio of 9 to 1. That comes out of public money, right? This is taxpayer money, um, totaling $8 million, right? Mm -hmm. This includes the cost of the administration, of, you know, basically publicly financed campaigns. And, for example, if you give a candidate for the municipal election a dollar, it gets matched by the fund times 9. Wow. So you do the math, um, and if if you give 50 times it by nine and, wow. and it, it creates basically a uh, a fund that matches so that folks who are uh, relying on smaller dollar donations mm-hmm. um, from a lot of different individuals um, are able to fundraise and are able to uh, you know actually have a campaign that's financed right it's very hard to fundraise so yeah, this is, is what voters had passed knowing that that was the case it, it basically levels the playing field from a campaign finance uh, perspective. Now, um, you know, we're preparing for the second disbursement of funds in early November. Okay. It'll, you know, provide transparency into how much money is being raised by the candidates. It'll also show um, how campaigns are spending funds and on what. And we have a new system that I created called Searchlight Denver. It's very easy to use. You go to uh, denverclerkandrecorder.org and you'll see it. You can see how your how those campaign dollars are being spent, who's getting what, what's getting matched, and I think it's really important that folks you know see that process so that you can educate yourself and and really just you know understand that part of it. It's typically and usually a very complex uh, um, uh, subject. It's hard for candidates. It's hard for folks who are not journalists and researchers. Yeah. Um, what this does, it makes it easy for everybody to use. We do thank Mr. Paul Lopez, clerk and recorder of the city and county of Denver, for being our guest again for this edition. Should you need election information or insight, do go online to coloradosos.gov for the Secretary of State or in Denver County to denvergov.org slash elections or do call 311. Each Colorado county has their own direct contact online as well. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get your vaccinations, including flu, as it promises to be a tough winter. And we do appreciate you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.